Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Something a little bit different now. Uh, Peter Ferguson. When I hear the name Peter Ferguson, I think, oh, he's a legend in harness racing. Um, He's into greyhound racing too. And until this morning, I didn't know that. Uh, Peter Ferguson joins the show now. G'day, Peter. Yeah, how you going, Steph? All right? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, greyhound racing. How long have you been dabbling in that? Um, probably, I don't know, it might be four years now, I think. Four or five years, maybe. Fantastic. I'd, I'd imagine dogs are much better behaved and less cantankerous than horses. Yeah, well, it's less injury rate. You don't get kicked. <laughs> you might get a little nip every now and then, but, um, yeah, that's... Um, you're dealing with a slightly smaller animal, so it's uh, it is a little bit more pleasurable than getting knocked around. And they don't eat as much either. The food bill must be much lower. Yeah, the food bill is a lot lower. That's for sure. So uh, yeah, that's, uh, that that does help as well. Um, you've got three dogs in at Monaco on Sunday, race four, number one. Just talk us through the the characteristics of these dogs and perhaps the chances you think they've got. Race four, drawn the one box pan edition. Yeah, oh, she's mad. Um, <laughs> I, I want to back it already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she, she's she's uh, she's she's part owned by Luke Whitaker. And if any of you know Luke, for he's a harness racing driver. He's now based himself in Queensland, but he's a little bit ADD and and out there as well. And so <laughs> it, it's quite apt that Luke's got a share in it actually. So um, it's uh, she's a little bit like that as well. But uh, yeah, no, she's. Um, She's, she's had a. She's been just back from a little small toe injury, and um, she ran third last start, first fresh up. So um, we sort of saved her for this race, so we could make sure we get a start. And um, yeah, come up with a one box. So uh, you know, she's normally a good beginner. So um, I think she's, she's probably a real good chance. Uh, into race seven, you've got uh, the six draw. I always back the six draw because they wear a green rug and I'm man or two through and through, so my, my eyes tune into them. Pedro Lee had a couple of good wins, uh, backed up last start with a sixth. Um, dog well? Yeah, he, he's good. Um, he, Auckland doesn't really suit him. If you have a look at his track stats, they're not really that great. And saying that, he's only ever lined up up there when it's been good races. So, um, yeah, he, he didn't have much luck in the heats for the Auckland Cup. But, I mean, when it's an 80 grand final, you've got to have a crack. Um, so, yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily suit him in Auckland. He can be a stride slow and then you end up getting in a little bit of trouble. He's, he's far better suited at Cambridge. So, um, yeah, he's just going to be in the lap of the gods. And if he, you know, as long as he gets around safely and pulls up good, that'll be a win for me. So I've always wanted to ask someone this, and you're going to be it. The difference in tracks. There's not there's not a heap of greyhound tracks around the country. Why do some tracks suit some dogs and others? Is it the tightness of the corner, the length of the straight? What is it? Oh, both of those things. Um, you've either got a one-turn track or a two-turn track. So obviously they've all got two turns and two straights. But, um, you know, the middle distance races at Cambridge, they start at the end of the back straight, and you've got a hell of a long run to that first corner. So... You can be a stride slow, and if you're good enough, you can make it up and, and get to that corner first. Whereas Auckland, um, tighter, smaller track, the 500, it's only you know 90 metres to the first corner and or, or less. Um, so if you are a stride slow, it's a lot less time to make the ground up. And um, I went to a an annual conference once, and a guy from Melbourne who'd done, you know, they do this, they're more professional over there, and they give you the stats and all those sorts of things they have. And they said a dog 
you know, hit their top speed at, after about 80 or 90 metres, well, you know, after 80 or 90 metres, there's a bend. <laughs> and that's, that's uh, so if you're not up there, it's, it's, it's hard work. So, um, you know, whereas, as I say, on the two-turn tracks like Manor 2, Cambridge, and Invercargill, uh, you get a lot bigger run to that first corner. So, um, you know, those dogs that are a bit stride slow but still have a lot of ability can make that up, you know. Now, Pedro Lee, you've, you've mentioned hasn't got great, great track stats, but in race nine, you've got number one, Romantic Dancer. Um, good track stats, uh, 15 times there for five wins and three placings, and you've got box one, and it's two from two in box one. Um, can I suggest potentially your best chance of the day? No. Oh, it's first up from a break. Not ready, is it? Yeah, yeah she's... Um She's as good as we can get her. She she had a um, back muscle injury, um, and I've probably um, been the per- sort of person I am. I tend to take longer than shorter to get them back, and been a bit overcautious probably. But um, she's back and she's well, and she's trialing really well. Um, but she's you know she's as good as I can get her without having a race hard and and race fit. She's only been trialing on her own sort of thing. So um, I was wrapped with when she got box one because I think that'll really help her, and she does begin well. So if there's any sort of trouble um, in the race, she'll take advantage of that. But um, she always, when I've had her in the past, she's always been better with a few runs under her belt. But, um, you know, at a price, I wouldn't put you off back in her. But, um, you know, I'll be happy if she, um, you know, just gives a good account of herself and stays out of trouble. Tell me about the personality of these dogs. Um, it's a little bit loaded because I have seen them away from the track. I actually went to Hut Park uh, Greyhounds years ago and watched these dogs go around. They said, come and meet the dogs, and I thought they are going to be really highly strung. It's the only time they get wound up uh, in that sort of five minutes from the stir up to the race, and then they come back. They're just so lovely away from racing. Oh, they are. Um you know, yeah, as I say, like they've all got their own personalities. The same with horses, same with people. I mean, some people you you know you you probably wouldn't be happy with either. But and some dogs are the same. But <laughs> the um, the, you know, they've all got their own personality. As I say, like that pan edition, she's really wound and she comes out. And she's excitable at any time of the day. Um, and then you get the other ones that you know they're flat getting out of their own way and don't even want to get out of their bed. You know, um, and but they're all they're, they're lovely dogs to deal with. I mean, um. My granddaughter's two and a half, and she goes in the kennel and plays with them, and we let them run around the paddock, and she's throwing the ball to them and <laughs> stuff like that. They're actually very, very placid dogs, um, and they just but um, they love to run and they love to chase things. So um, that's just their breed and, and and what what they do. Now your kids are into racing as well. Um, how involved are they? My um, son Dylan, he um, he's in partnership with Graham Rogerson and Harness. Um, everyone that comes to this property has got a greyhound licence, so then if I need a hand, so that's just a given. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, my son, he's in the harness, um, and he's in partnership with Graham Rogerson. He's, he's had a great run, and he's been, he's been doing really well. He's, he's sort of lived and breathed it since the time he was um, could walk. You know, he was um, running around the house with a whip and chasing things and riding the, either riding his rocking horse or had a cart behind the rocking horse, depending on what was on the TV. Um, but my daughter, she's um, she's actually getting married next weekend, so that's really good. Uh, but she's actually into little kids in a good way. She's um, she's an early childhood teacher, which um, if you you know see the way the world's going, is big, there's good money in early childhood teaching, that's for sure. So um, she's right into that. She's never really been into the horses much or, or the racing as such, but um, all she knows is that it pays the bills. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, fair enough. Talking to Peter Ferguson. Finally, Peter, what gives you the biggest thrills now? Is it driving winners, training training horses, training dogs? What's something that makes you think I've had a good day? Oh, I think yeah, I think anyone's good staff, whether it's a maiden greyhound race at Cambridge or um, or a Group One race at, at the trots at Alexander Park. I mean, a lot of planning goes into all those sort of things for for everyone. But um, I, I still enjoy winning. Um, I, I still love driving and I still love the, the people. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it's it's always good when a plan comes together. But obviously when you get a bit older and your kids are successful and, um, you know, you, you get a big buzz out of out of them having an, an achievement or a success um, as well. So, um, you know, I still enjoy racing. I, I, I've got out of the administrative side of things, if you like, because it gets a bit frustrating as you get older and, and times change. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I still enjoy the actual race itself and being involved in the competitiveness. But as I say, any win's good. And I mean, obviously if you win a, you know, a big race like I did with magic four the other night at Auckland, I mean, um, Reed man and myself had a big, a big association over many years with good horses like gold ace. And so to get back on one of his and, and win a group, uh, well, it wasn't a group race, but a, a big race, the harness millions race. Um, yeah, that was a big buzz. And, you know, it's as I say, every, every race is a plan to get the horse or dog there. So if it comes off, then that's where your satisfaction comes from. Oh, well, brilliant, Pete. You probably don't know this, but my late grandmother passed away probably six, seven years ago. Every week, for as long as I can remember, just had one each way on every Peter Ferguson drive. Uh, you were a pretty special <laughs> driver to her, and she always rang me on the Saturday morning and said how she went. So uh, thank you for keeping her entertained for well over a decade uh, in, in the driving stakes. It was really cool. Oh, no, that's good, girl, mate. There's a lot of people like that in the industry and um, a lot of older people that, you know, I, I've travelled the country long and long and hard for many years um, when I focused solely on driving and um, a lot of amazing people, great people and um, great harness people and, and racing people and, and um, soul of the earth. It's just, uh, yeah, unfortunately the modern world, we, we tend to lose them a little bit. But, um, yeah, there's still some really amazing people out there that, as you say, like your grandmother has a dollar each way. It's, there's a lot of people like that, and um, it's, it's a, that, that gives you actually a buzz when you hear those stories. To be mm. honest with you, you know they, that that they that actually gives you a good feel, the furry feeling. Yeah, good on you, Pete. Lovely to catch up with yeah. you, buddy. All good, mate. Take it easy. There is Peter Ferguson. Wonderful history in harness racing and. Um, dipping his fingers into greyhounds too which is pretty awesome for logbook servicing you can rely on you need to make the right choice you need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications for real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty book in or book online at repcoservice.com